When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rana here with a very exciting announcement. This Valentine's Day, we're hoping you'll spend it with us again. We'll be doing our Lonely Hats live from the carriage house the weekend before Valentine's. All details to come this Friday, including a ticket link. So check back our Instagram, check our link tree, and Patreons, not to worry, the info will be mailed right to you. Just another benefit and bonus of being in the carriage house patreon.com slash but the live event will be open to everyone come one come all just like last year we can't wait to spend valentine's with you kiss kiss My beauty. It's me. It's certainly, you look stunning today, Rhonda. You know what? I do. I mean, you know what? I'd lo- I'm sitting I here. I mean, don't be, po- honestly, you don't have to say, oh, no, 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 no. Don't be, you know what I'm I don't tired need the false doing. modesty. I don't need the false modesty. I'm yet. tired of telling people they can't see what they see. Yeah. Why I do think- I have to keep telling people your eyes aren't working? Yeah, you're right. Oh, I look terrible. You know what? Your eyes are fine. You yeah. don't have to have your eyes checked. I look terrific. Exactly. Yeah. You're seeing exactly. what you're seeing. Rana, you're not going to believe what I got you on QVC this week. Oh, no. Is it a slanket? No. It's this brand called Philosophy. And it's, they, Wait, they made- Philosophy a, skin or philosophy clothing? It's a 48-ounce shower gel. Uh. And it's called Peppermint <laughs> Stick. And it, they made it sound, or is it Snow Angel? I can't remember the one I got you. I think it's Peppermint Stick. And it sounded so- so luxurious. So I got just from whenever you take a bath or a shower or something like that. And it also came with a 24 ounce hand lotion. Here's so, the problem. Everyone thinks you're joking. I'm not joking. You're, you've become a QVC addict. I love it. I yeah. love it. Ron. What have you purchased? Have you actually purchased anything? And was it worth purchasing? I got to tell you, I purchased one thing pl- for me, plus obviously the philosophy for you, but the one thing I purchased is in Jordan's or whatever, whatever you want to call this room, his den, his office, yeah, his the hangout, rec room. the rec room. Yeah. The, I was looking for a shelving unit at the container store. I turned on QVC and there was the exact shelving unit that I wanted at container store, but was sold out. And then I saw it on QVC for a cheaper price and I bought it and it works like a dream. Was and, it Alpha? Uh, it wasn't alpha, believe it or not. It wasn't. So it wasn't it was, exact same. No, but it was the no. one they carry, I guess, at Home Depot. But it yeah. was the, the exact shelving unit. But anyway, so far, so good. Can I ask you what the retail price was and what you paid for it? The retail price was 108 and uh-huh. I paid 89 Wow. I mean, yeah. that's. A, I'll tell you this. The alpha shelving at the container store is about $1,000. They had, I can't get over how they had, I got an email from the container store. I don't know why I'm going to murder Tony. Somehow he must have put my 
infamous. I don't know. I don't know. The only reason I clicked on it, because I said, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, and they said, great news. We're having a sale on shelving for your garage or something. And it was a million dollars. It was somewhere between one and $2 million. It was $1,100 or something like that for shelving units for your garage. So. Ronna, can I, I be I love this conversation. You? I'm having such fun today so far. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, are people still there? You could hear a pin drop. That was so interesting. Well, I'm happy to shake this up for a second, Ronna, because I'm actually deeply upset with you. Oh, God. I really, I don't. No, I haven't wanted to. I hired. You've been upset with me since we started. I hired a PI Hmm. on the vineyard. Oh. To see who was coming and going. He's the one who runs the sunglass hut there or whatever they call it. I don't know. It's some local thing. Yeah. Well, he doesn't run it. He works there. But anyway, we hooked up and he, I asked him for a favor and I said I would give him the good D the next time I get back if he does a little favor for me. So he said that someone that fits Tony's description exactly is on the vineyard. What? W well, that doesn't really shock T F Y. No, is staying with you, Rana. Let me tell you a funny story. Someone said to me, I, I hope said, I laugh. I, I have a friend. <laughs> me too. Actually, I don't care if you laugh or you don't. It's still a funny <laughs> story, to be honest with you. Uh I have a friend in the FBI, of course. I've told you this. Right. If you get yes, in trouble you, you overseas, have actually, let me know one phone call away. Right. Yeah. Unless you don't and, pick up the phone. And then and I said to her once a hundred years ago, why haven't they caught Whitey Bulger yet? What is the problem? Why haven't they caught Whitey Bulger? Remember Whitey Bulger? Of course they do. The, He's dead now, but yeah, yes, well, I he is, him. but it took them forever to capture him. It, it did. It did. And I said, why haven't they caught Whitey Bulger yet? And she said, cause he looks like every other effing old Irish guy in Florida. That's probably true. <laughs> and the bad news for Tony is he probably has a couple of doppelgangers out there. So I so don't you're know saying Tony is not staying with you on the vineyard? I don't know who your part-time PI is or where you found them or what that's about or, you know, but okay. shrug. All right. All right. Well, then you're off the hook this time. I'm just going to move a few things around back here. I've got a few things that are, what that is are that? in the way. So I just got to get what is that? What is that? way. What I, is I, it? I, that's that's just something I got to get out of What's from Hermes? What is it? Oh, God, that's your watch, isn't it? Well, technically, it's not. Technically, it's from the Apple store. Excuse me. Oh, my Excuse God, you got me. the Apple watch. Look at that it. packaging. You got Have the- you ever seen anything like it? Don't worry. I got a backup band, even though it comes with two bands, including a signature band that you can only get from them. But I just want to get out of the way because this place is looking so cluttered. Did, was right it a buy one, get one? A, yeah. b- a BOGO? No, it wasn't a BOGO. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, wow. Congratulations, Rana. Uh, thank you. You know what? I felt I deserved it for my birthday. You do deserve it. Is this show boring today? No. Is it exciting? I'll make it a little more exciting. We have to talk about the passing of Andre Leontelli. Yeah. What were A-L-T. you going to say that was exciting? R-I-P-A-L-T, that's what Well, first of all, I wouldn't be excited about that, Rana. No, well, exciting, not, I mean, I don't know, news. I'm just reporting the news. It was exciting The news news. is that A-L-T died, and as Rana told me, and Cynthia (laughs) Dupree Sweeney told me, off the the air, he would rather die than 
Be evicted. Be evicted. <laughs> uh, she said he. Th- she thinks he'd rather die than be evicted. And I said I thought the eviction had perhaps precipitated his death. Could be. Could be. I mean, chick- really, the chicken in the neck. The stress. But, you know, you got to hand it to him. The guy was absolutely a trailblazer in the world of fashion, especially for someone who, I don't know, just was an was underdog, an, really, an, to get yes, into totally. the inside track. And yeah. I have to say, I don't know that we gave enough credit when we did the book to the fact that he was a French literature ma- uh, master's from Brown. I mean, that's no right. small shakes. That's no. a thing. That's a... You know, that's a force to be reckoned with. Did you notice I'm drinking cafe au lait in his honor today out of a giant cafe au lait mug? Honestly, Rhonda, that looks like a Dr. Seuss mug. I, I That's bigger <laughs> than your entire head. I don't even understand it. It looks like you could get inside that and just put it right at Disney and I spin around I should be taking a bath. And I, I, a tiny Rhonda should be inside this cafe au lait mug, sipping from a cafe au lait mug with my legs dangling <laughs> over the other edge. I couldn't agree like more. Like doll. an old cigarette girl. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. But you know what we have to talk about that we have which speaking of because all we we keep talking about the visuals. Uh there's a movement now for us to start posting because believe me we've got the footage. Uh to start posting our episodes. I because think we, we only post our clips, we don't post our whole episodes. The only way they get full episodes is if the Patreon carriage house sauna privileges they get Patreon episodes That's in right. video. Patreon.com slash. So there's a movement to start a new Patreon tier for the uh, episodes. I'm joining the the movement. I'm joining the movement. I think we should. The movement is getting some momentum. So I think we should. Yeah. And speaking of Patreon, this is exciting. We are. The yeses came in, Rana. They did. So this Friday- Our referendum yep. really was was legitimate and came through. Isn't it wonderful when the democratic process works? Totally, yes. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing that Mimi pointed out was in two different episodes, I said to people, just email me at askronagmail.com, say yes and no. And I, I said it for two different questions. Right, because one was- <laughs> One was Emily in Paris rewatch or, or uh, recap. And like one was quiff. about the full episodes? And the other was about what I just mentioned, which was the full, full episodes of the free feed. Well, so, but if you were getting mostly yeses, that's, that's uh, you know, two birds, one stone. Yes, though they were they were stagnated. So the first ones, yeses and noes that came in were about Emily. And then the free feed post and then the yeses were in about that. God there were it. one or two noes about Emily, which really made me laugh. There were only about two <laughs> people like, that wrote can't in. Do it. And they said, no, <laughs> God forbid. So in any event, next this Friday on Patreon, if you want to hear our thoughts on Emily in Paris, we're doing a, a season recap. Sorry, we'll do Rana, our usual clip. Emily and Perry, you know this. Well, her friend said Paris. Didn't her, You're right. or, didn't her friend say Paris on the show? She said it's your yes. Instagram, Emily in Paris. They did. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So I go with the world of the show. I don't go with the marketing department. I, you're right. I love that. You're a good viewer, Ronald. Thank you. Uh, what I want to say is the following. The people don't understand. Yeah. You come into the carriage house, okay? $5 gets you in at the moment. That could change at any moment. $5 it's inflation, a month. everybody. It's a joke what they're getting in there. I've been looking around what other people are giving. I'm giving the house away for free. They may as well. I give the fixtures, right? They, I say, someone says, can I use your bathroom? They take the fixtures with them. That's what's going on in the $5 gets you every audio version of every 
Patreon we ever do. That is That's so, wild. So if you're loving the free feed, but you're caught up, you could go back and listen to all the Patreons now. Yeah. There's yeah. almost as many. There's like a hundred and something. There's over a hundred Patreons. Five do- I'm just five dollars a by month. This. No, that's disgusting. it. Doesn't make any can sense. Can we? How can we limit the archive? Can we take them down afterwards? We've got to do something. Yes, of course. We could say like, here's got to start limiting this. It's, we've it's got not exclusive to. enough anymore. I couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah. Ten dollars get some sign of privileges. That's all the video episodes that we have of our podcasts. A steal. They keep forgetting that what they sign up for free, they get Rana and Brian doing their ways for them. They get a link to download our voices doing ways. That's right. So we say, uh, we say, what? What do we say? Watch turn out ahead. Left. Turn left. Turn, turn right. Turn left. Turn yeah. right. Yeah. Stop. That's what yep. I think. Exactly. There's a new route. Re- rerouting. Exactly. Yeah. Rerouting. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, I don't know what people are waiting for. Then we're on Bitch Sesh this Thursday. They're doing their live show. Oh my God in heaven. I cannot this wait. This is going to be crazy because it's a wet January, not a dry January. No, they're doing means- a wet January, which means, by the way, I got my Negrana yesterday. Oh, good. I sent that yes, to you. I'm glad you certainly you did. That. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I yeah, have so mine as well. So I'm going to be drinking the Negrana. So anyone that wants to join us can go to Negrana.com immediately. January 27th at 5.30 PST. We will be with Casey and Danielle. And if you're in the New York area, you can pick up the Negrana from Connor if you want to. Or he could Fiasco. have a message, message it to you at Fiasco BK. Yeah. I can't wait. I love those ladies so much. And so uh, that'll be so speaking of the New York area, I guess today- is a total New York actor, a stage darling. I'm so excited to talk to him. Me too. Uh, He's someone you see everywhere. Like yeah. for, you just you just know him from everything. No, he's about to break out too, which we're going to talk to him about. He certainly is. Yeah. Without further ado. Ah, I forgot one thing I have to say. Go ahead, Ronner. Someone by the name of Jane wrote in and said she bought too many Trader JoJo's. That's right. She wanted to gift you one. You should take it. I absolutely sent her my address immediately. Sent her my home address and Thank said, God. get those in the mail as fast as possible before they go steal. You don't Which even, reminds me, You don't my even want to know, Rana. You don't even want to know. My cookies already, already arrived. Did you just get another, an alert? I did. Is I it did. reminding you you're supposed to quit on air? Is that what that was for? No, it was reminding me I needed <laughs> to sign up for my tennis lesson. <laughs> Uh, you must have more alerts than anyone. You remind. You can't alert, even imagine. Remind Ron, I'm quitting. Alert, alert. exactly. <laughs> and to, I, I always set my alarm at 10:30 to see when we record to see if I'm going to quit. But then, to, <laughs> but then I usually decide not to. So I think we're I good. think it's nice to give yourself the space. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, tinyurl.com slash Phoebe cookies. We are oh busting through her goals. We're going to send, this, we're sending the troop to the moon. That's you want to know something funny, Rana. I, on Sunday, I was at the airport and I was like, I've got to see how these cookies are doing. I love it. I'm so proud of her. There's nothing more fun than the cookie counter. It's so fun. Uh, but I tried those adventurefuls. As far as too. I'm concerned, there's only a few cookies to have. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't crazy about the Adventurefuls. Wow. To me, I thought they were fun and had fun textures and really did taste like a brownie. I did like the texture. I did like the texture. I liked the, they were like a toffee cookie to me. 
They were like a toffee. That's right. And I love a toffee. Yeah. So the adventure falls, the dosey does if you're a peanut butter person. Of course, the thin mints are a classic. My faves are Samoa's thin mint tagalong. That's the that's the order. That's the triumvirate. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Scarlett Curtis couldn't believe it. We called her out for not ordering cookies, and now she's gone and ordered them. She said that she had a UK credit card. She tried it, it didn't work, and she had to go back and get another credit card that was an American credit card. Tinyurl.com slash Phoebe Cookies. So there we are. All right. Without further ado, Peter Kim. Peter Kim. From forgotten free trials to automatic renewals, when big companies keep charging you, Truebill is your secret weapon to save you money on subscriptions you don't need. Now, Rana, Truebill is, is truly Jen Shaw's mean, nightmare. No, this <laughs> you're not kidding. Fully. I mean, this is incredible. These people, you don't know how many, think about that. Yeah. How many free subscriptions you've signed up for, a one-month trials or this and yep. that. I don't know how the magic works, but these people keep track of all of it. And then with a click of a button, you can unsubscribe from all those things that you said to yourself, oh, I can't even think about thinking about unsubscribing from this. Totally. The average person saves up to $720 per year with Truebill. Get out of here. $720 a year. That's the round trip uh, ticket to Europe. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And get this, Rana. You're going to love this. Your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel Ah. unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. So you don't even have to have the conversation. They'll have it for you. Yeah. Incredible. They'll be the middleman. That, honestly, that, I can't think of, that is absolutely an area of everyone's life that there's only two or three people that get off on having to have those conversations, and I don't know them. I couldn't agree more. I mean- this is amazing. For the procrastinators and the avoiders in our audience, oh, to this is the perfect. Ones just bury yeah. it down, bury it down, bury mm-hmm. it down. No question. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped save them over $100 million. Wow. Matthew B. said, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my direct TV bill. I saved $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill. I saved $840 a year on car insurance. I got to tell you, there's one company in particular that I'm thinking of that I cannot figure out how to cancel it. I cannot figure out for the life of me how to get off them sending me monthly body wash. So you, I'm, I'm hoping me? this will work. You have a body wash subscription? How did you get a body? You know what? This is an ad. We can't get into this on I an know. ad. Don't fall for subscription scams <laughs> like I did. Start canceling today at truebill.com ah. slash askrana. Seriously, go right now. Start saving the money. Truebill.com slash askrana. It could save you thousands of years. Truebill.com slash askrana. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify 
directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Yeah, wait a minute, Brian. Rana, I can't this even This is what they it. call a New York doll. <laughs> right. You mean he's, a, he's in a punk band? He's a New York doll. He's an absolute yeah. darling of the New York scene. He's a thing. Madame Alexander. Yeah. He's a he's an American girl for sure. Christine, he's a Marie Osmond doll, no <laughs> doubt about it. He's an absolute QVC HSN staple. <laughs> now, do you two know each other? I only wish in my dreams. I adore Peter Kim, our guest. I actually only just watched, well, no, for the second time, watched 40-year-old version about three months ago. It's so brilliant. Peter Kim is an every, you see him everywhere. Every minute. Oh my gosh. And all you want to do is have him tell you what an idiot you are because he's so good at doing that in movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's what I do in life too. So, you know, that's why I have very few friends. It's, it's amazing. I doubt that. <laughs> You're so charming and funny in everything you do. And Ron, it's so funny you say that because you are one of those people who's like a friend in my head just based on your work. Oh, my gosh. Well, you're giving me all the warm, fuzzy wuzzies right now. So, no, have I, you heard of Brian Peter before this? Or the great question, that, Rana. I, have you have you heard of me, Peter? Have you heard of me? I have, in fact. Okay. And so I <laughs> I feel like the, the warm fuzzies are even warmer. That's right, because it's all good things you probably heard, right? It's going both well, ways here. Yeah. It sounds like. I mean, I'm not <laughs> suggesting I'm not suggesting you two go both ways. I'm just I don't saying go both that, ways, Rana. <laughs> My lips are now, it, it would have no. to be a very, very good offer. <laughs> yeah. An indecent I mean, proposal. If you will. You mean, right, sure. Yeah. Demi that Moore was, would have to pay me millions to sleep with her. How many millions do you think she'd have to pay you? Oh, one. I'd do it for a million. <laughs> I mean, like maybe a quarter of a million over yeah, here. Yeah, truly. You know? I would just like, take a Viagra and get her done. I know? could I could well, use that My cash. God. Me too. <laughs> No one said you had to do it. That's that's funny to me. No one says you have to do a good job, do they? Don't you just get the money first, and whatever happens, yeah. happens. Yeah. Is that, yeah, I mean, you know must, but this but the supposition no, is you're good in bed just because you're gorgeous. But what if the answer is you take the check and you just sort of lay there? You say sorry, I'm lazy. That's how I am in bed. Well, you know, I'm an overachiever, so I just want to get an A-plus in everything I do. I understand. You know? I need people to like me, so I need to pleasure people. I totally get it. I need that. I totally get it. Yeah, we're gay. We got to be shiny. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. You know what? This show already went down No, Rana, it's about time you knew LGBT plus rights now. Okay. Well, in any event, Peter Kim... Uh, yes. You're in everything, 40 year old everything. version. Then you're producing things too now, I right? Am. What are you producing? Well, and you've I, got another yeah. hot thing coming up. So tell us what's going on. Okay, well, I'll start with the shiny, sparkly thing, which is yeah. um, which is Bros, which is Billy Eichner's romantic comedy um, that Judd Apatow is producing and Universal is distributing. Um, we just wrapped that in the fall a couple months Fabulous. ago. I, I don't think I'm allowed to say very much, but I know that it's going to get released in August of this year. Exciting. And uh, there, it's a little bit, you know, some people are saying it's like historical, if you will, because it's like the first major 
um, gay rom-com. Yes. Uh, especially because the cast is all out LGBTQ plus performers, even the ones that are playing the street. Including Judd Apatow, really? Right. <laughs> Including Judd Apatow. Wow. You so, heard it on the Ask Ronan yeah. podcast <laughs> yep. first. Yep. Absolutely. We should welcome Judd <laughs> to the community. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it was a blast to shoot. Um, did you do it in New York? We did do it. We shot in New York and New Jersey. Oh, fine. Which is my home state, by the way. New Jersey is? Yes. What part of New Jersey are you from? Bergen County, Northern Jersey. I now, love it. Have yeah. you ever met Candace Bergen? No, but I want to. Is That's she- crazy. <laughs> You should at some point. Is she just like loitering around in Northern Jersey? And What's like, her namesake, isn't it? I think so. I don't Oregon know. County? I think well, Edgar Bergen was her father. Isn't that right? And then Charlie Candace McCarthy was- sat right at the dinner table with them and he <laughs> made her call him Charlie and he would ask how his day was. That's absolutely is that right. Correct. That is right. Yeah. She said she grew up and thought Charlie was her brother. Wow. Yeah. Well, they both do a very pronounced jawlines. I mean, she has a terrific jawline. She does. Yeah. She does. Now, PETA, so, this is yeah. not, a, a not related in any way, but if you're looking for Girl Scout cookies uh, in New Jersey, you can go to okay. tinyurl.com slash Phoebe cookies. She's uh, doing gangbusters. And she's also doing do- home delivery, but that's not until March for the for local New Jersey delivery. Well, I believe I'm, she's in the Montclair chapter. I could be wrong. I'm proud to say that I've already purchased my Girl Scout cookies for the year through my friend Lloyd's daughter, Matilda. And uh, I've eaten my way through five boxes so far. So wow. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's what's, how your, it goes. what's your flavor? I mean, I think they're called Samoas. Yep. Are you allowed to say that? That's my Is number that one. Um, but um, yeah, I love, <laughs> I love, I love the caramel coconut chocolate situation. Brian's Ugh. favorite, also. Wow, mm. number one. But you know, the layers. I, I have to ask this: Have the cookies gotten smaller, or have I? Is it now because I'm an adult? They seem smaller to me, but they've always remain the same size. They seem Brian's, smaller to me. Brian's going to know question. the answer to this question. I think I don't know the answer, but I'll say this: the thin mints seem bigger. But the other one seems smaller. What? That's I my, think thin that's, mints used to be thicker. Am I wrong? Or did they used to be thinner? They just look they just look bigger to me now. They look like um, you know, like rouge marks. That like yeah. that size. Interesting. Like Raggedy Ann. Yeah. yeah. I feel the opposite. I feel like they've gotten smaller. Hmm. Listen. So I'm Not sure that someone size can matters do a deep dive on this. I just, I just, it doesn't. I like the there, flavor. There are no sizes. I, I you don't know, know why. I, yes, size doesn't exist in this world. It doesn't exist. It yeah. doesn't exist. Not in our world. Mm. Okay, now no. listen to also, me. Also, wouldn't One it be of, funny? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Ron, no, please. go ahead. Yeah. No, it's, it I, I don't want to add this. Go ahead. Go ahead. You already started. You have to. <laughs> I was just going to say, wouldn't it be so funny if Demi Moore was one of those people who drove around at Christmas with antlers on her car? That's all I was going to say. <laughs> I'm not it sure wasn't. she. I'm not sure she isn't. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need the info. It was just it popped in. You know, I just yeah. I would not when she's in her town in Idaho that she and Bruce Willis bought or oh, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, I wonder. I bet you she is the person that has antlers on a car. I bet you were getting. I think you were picking up on something from the universe. Okay. I'd like to see that. Me too. Yeah. All right, perfect. That's all it was. Now, one of our questions is from New Jersey today, so that's exciting. Oh, Peter, this is going to be what to do. Oh, I'm very uh, excited. Now, what we do here, Peter, is people write in. 
They have questions. Mm-hmm. We answer them. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's that simple. Great. Uh, and I have lots we, of opinions. Perfect. Oh, good. Happy Terrific. to share. Uh, so what we're going to do here is uh, read a little something. I'll read the first question. Uh, okay. Dear Rana Bryan and glorious guest. That's Peter big. Kim, no <laughs> doubt about it. I have to do something that I know will break my friend's heart. I am hoping your guidance can help me to come out the other side with our friendship still intact. Oh, boy. I, I don't think we can, based on that very opening. But we'll I'm see. sensing friendship divorce, but yeah, yeah, this just, is, just putting that out there now. I think, I think, well. yeah. I think we already know what this person wants us to tell them, <laughs> is that they have to break up with their friend. Yeah, yeah don't talk I to I don't them. think they want the thing that they're asking for. I think they yeah. feel guilty about it. And so they're asking us to tell them, well, there's no way. When you saw the magician's assistant in half, you can't put it back together. That's it's the end true. of it. Yeah, it's true. My good friend, let's call it Jen, is planning to have a wedding reception in about two weeks. And I am supposed to be a bridesmaid at a reception. It's just a reception. <laughs> this wedding. Well, she has, has to have her a- name called out. That's all that is. Yeah. I have a lot of questions already, but okay, please continue. This wedding has been an ongoing saga that is now spanning almost two years. The original wedding date was set just one week after COVID shut us down in the United States and has since been rescheduled three or four times. Oh, dear. Last year, when she decided to have her wedding ceremony, my husband and I drove several hours to attend. I was eight months pregnant at the time and terrified, but I wanted to be there to support my friend. I basically just held my breath at the back of the church and prayed that it would be over quickly. I was the only bridesmaid that I was the only bridesmaid that made the trip. Now it's another year later, and at this point, I am basically just completely over this thing. My priorities have shifted now that I have a baby. Jen is not in the same place, and in my opinion, does not seem to be thinking clearly. She is still insisting on having a wedding with 150 plus guests during this new COVID surge. (laughs) She wants the bridal party there all day for full hair and makeup in our dresses for maskless pictures followed by the indoor reception. I have decided that I don't feel comfortable going to this wedding for both health and moral reasons. It is also my son's first birthday the following weekend. And although we are not having a party for him, my husband and I would like to be healthy for this special day. My question is, how do I tell my friend I am not going to be there for her wedding reception? I feel terribly guilty and don't know where to start. Do I just blame it on my son? Do I lie and tell her I tested positive for COVID a few days before? Do I tell her the truth? That I think she needs to call it and just enjoy life with her new-ish husband? Am I a terrible person who is being selfish and should just smile and be there for my friend? Please help me. It is out of character for me to flake on a friend or be negative about them. And I just don't know what to do. So I'm going to make you do it for me. I added that. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. XX Tiffany, not my real name. Tiffany. Peter, what do you think? What do you think Tiffany Tiffany. needs to do? It's very complicated, you know? It's very complicated these days. Uh, I'm glad that she's not asking advice about friendship divorce, because that's not the question. The question is, how do I deal with, uh, I guess, making this decision and letting my friend know? 
it sounds like she's made up her mind already. Um, and I think she should just be honest with her and she should call her friend and say she doesn't feel comfortable for health reasons. Um, and leave it at that. I, what I love about this letter, because I was following along, Rana, is the, oh. thing, the, the name <laughs> Tiffany made up for her friend. Jen. I love that she made up she made up the name Jem for her friend, but then added an N, which I love. She so the name she made up was J-E-N-N, which is so brilliant. Um, but she made up Tiffany for herself. I know. This Jen is a real Tiffany. like 80s mall rats. Yeah. I feel vibe. like I feel like they're in New Jersey. I just it have definitely to say does. I feel like Tiffany and Jen are from New Jersey. It just definitely that feels that way. Yeah. They're at the mall. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I mean it sounds like your friend is very unreasonable and that you really shouldn't lie and say you had COVID probably. I mean, I probably wouldn't do that, although you probably could also do that, actually. I mean, she also might get COVID because, hey, that's That's true. And by the way, you will get COVID if you go to this reception. I'm just telling you. Totally. Sure. I mean, everyone's going to get it. It's highly contagious. Yeah. It's going to be 150 people there. Yeah. Oh, it will absolutely happen. Um, I went to, I haven't really talked about this because it actually, it was just fucking annoying, but I went to a big birthday celebration that I knew I should not have gone to. And of course I got it. Mm. And it was very mild and it was in and out and it was, but it was so deeply annoying. And I knew going in, like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, Tiff, it's gonna happen. Also, it was, a, let's just go. say it was a hundred year old birthday party you went to. It was a birthday party was for worth, my 100 year old grandmother. So it was, yes, uh, yes. It was worth so the risk. If it yeah. had been any yeah. other type of party, I would have said yeah. no. But I was sort of like, I gotta go. It wasn't Jeffrey Self's go. birthday party. Totally. It wasn't. No, it certainly wasn't. It certainly wasn't. Uh, but I think, I think you have. I mean, now is the. It's been this way for the past two years. This is the best time to get out of plans. You've you have something so solid to blame it on. That's you know. Be, well, that is because that this is the whole point of exactly what Peter said was incorrect at the beginning. This question is absolutely a friend divorce letter. This is not a not friend divorce letter. This woman is tired. You think of this, this will woman. end it? Yeah. The whole thing's. We will it end it? This woman's having an 150 person <laughs> wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If anyone crosses her and doesn't do it, she has asked people to be, to show up for her time and time again in the most extreme of circumstances. And yeah, so this, this is a real me, 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 me person. Tiffany has written in for us to tell her that she and Jen are in different places in life now and that it's she did everything she could by coming when she was eight months pregnant and that was enough and that Jen is unreasonable and that Tiffany has been released. That is why Tiffany has written in here today, to be released from this friendship by us because she doesn't have the courage to do it herself because she's a people pleaser as she said at the end of the letter. That is I would, my feeling I, about what I'm reading. I think that's, that's a, that is that's is 100% right, Rana. And I will add that having been married myself to my husband, I and we had a, you know, like we had a, you know, ceremony and then we had a reception right after. Two I men? Was, can you believe it? <laughs> can you believe it? What am I going to hear? This whole podcasting world is crazy. What What am I going to hear next? Okay, uh, go on. <laughs> well, I, I mean, this is my personal feeling about it was that the ceremony itself was the most important part of that whole experience. The reception yeah. was great and all, but like 
you know, the actual ceremony, exchanging the vows, having people present there for that was the yeah. most impactful. So moment. she has already attended already the most meaningful yeah. piece of this. Exactly. But that is because you don't understand Jen, Peter. You're not, you're it's, no it's Jen. It's true. I, it's true. I don't. Jen is the kind of person who has dragged her wedding on. These, you know, the people that have their birthday for a week. Yeah. Yes. Mm. What are we doing for my birthday? What are we? We get the best questions about people that make vacations about their birthday and get t-shirts made and make Airbnbs, every make everyone alert everyone in their friend group that they're going to have to pay for the Airbnb because it's their birthday. You know, these people, that's Jen. Jen is a t-shirt making Airbnb person. And And I was like, she deserves, deserves, deserves. If I could Mm -hmm. look up Jen in a dictionary, I'd see a picture of a yacht of a margarita. That's Jen. Okay. And she has now dragged this out over two years in a pandemic. Guess what? You don't feel like going. That's the bottom line here. And you don't have to. And you just have to. I do think a phone call, an email, probably a phone call is the best. I would probably say to her, is there a time you can speak? And it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation, but you have to understand that it's just five minutes of your life or 10 minutes of your life or however long it goes on for. And if Jen gets agitated, et cetera, then you should have a plan to get off the phone. And you should just say, you know, you should write to her and say, is there a time you can speak? And you should just say, I, I absolutely despise making this phone call. I've agonized over this, but with the baby not being vaccinated and, you know, I, I'm so excited for you. I know it's going to be gorgeous. I wish I could be there, whatever it is. But I just can't in good conscience go to a big event like that. I and, totally forgot about the whole baby thing. And of course, yeah, yeah no way. I do like the idea of her blaming it on her son now and just being like, uh, I'm I'm so sorry. My, my, my son is holding a gun to my head right now. <laughs> he said I can't, I can't. go. He said, right. I, my son said, I can't go. <laughs> yeah, I will say this though. You know what? I, my other suggestion was going to be, you go to the tallest building in town, you mm. jump on the ledge of it mm. and you walk on it just for a little bit. You call Jen and you sure. say, Jen, either I'm not coming to your party and you're going to be okay with it or I'm off this building. But the problem is Jen yeah. would say jump. It's Yeah. Yeah. That's Jen would problem. say what building and she would go down there and convince her. <laughs> She'd talk her off the ledge. With promises of, you know, mm-hmm. what, I don't know. So like if more Jordan almonds or something right. like that. Right, a free, a free photo. Yeah. yeah. And then she would, uh, and by the way, our friend Tiffany would come off the ledge. Tiffany's a little bit of a spineless Sally is yeah. what's going on here. So she really doesn't want to make this phone call. Yeah. Jen yeah. sounds but, like a jerk. Yeah, but Tiffany's got to stand up for herself a little bit, but she yeah. doesn't, have, doesn't have to be a bit. You don't have to tell her, get over it. You already had your wedding, whatever that sentence was. Come on, who cares? Jen can do what Jen wants to do, and you can do what you want to do, but you don't have to do what Jen wants to do. That's all. You know what else you could do? I never thought of this, but this could be fun. So <laughs> this is really <laughs> stupid, but okay. So the day of the wedding, Jen mm. texts you because you're not there and you say, and she says, where are you? And you say, I'm here. Mm. And then she texts you back and said, no, you're not. Just be like, yes, I am. I'm standing right here. I'm right they behind you. Doing that. Right. Yeah. I'm in the picture right now. All day. All day. All you can't day. see me. Yeah. And just see what, just see what happens. That could be fun. 
Like Javi the rabbit, Javi the giant invisible rabbit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, sorry, Dia. Right. It's time to buck up a little and take this newfound, uh, your new sort of mom attitude, whatever this attitude is that you think, you know, that you're the mama bear who says, I have to protect my son and I can't do this and I can't do that. And my family time is important to me and I only do. But don't bring any of that up. I mean, I'm, ju- I'm, I'm half kidding. I do think there's a thing with women after they have kids, they sort of are better at drawing their boundaries, at least in that first year, if they're lucky. And then things get a little messy. But you have the excuse for sure in the first year of this is, you know, life is unmanageable. What can, what can you do here? But it just doesn't, you'd be, a, you'd be honestly a bad mother if you went to this wedding, in my opinion. There you mm-hmm. go. I agree, too, actually. Is that 100%. too judgmental? Is that too Putting a child in danger? No, that's right. I mean, people, everyone has to make their own decisions about how vaccinated they are and what they want to do. And so I don't want to make it seem like people that have chosen to do things like this are terrible people if they've taken all the other precautions. Everyone has to decide what their comfort point is after they have done their service to society by getting vaccinated, which we know on this show means you have all three, at least. Yep. Yes. But you just have to say to her, I just, I've, I've done the math in my head 40 different ways. I can't, this doesn't make sense. I can't go. It just doesn't make sense though, for me and the family. If you were childless, what would you have to lose? You know? Oh yeah. You might find another guy there to shack up like, and well, get well, COVID sure. with. But that's a whole sure. other, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> exactly. You've got nothing to lose if you're childless. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Eat Gogurt? Yeah, Come no, on. go to that wedding. Go to that super spreader event, Jen. Absolutely. Or Tiffany. You never know. You never know. Whoever you're going to meet there who also attended is going to be A+. Plus. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, dear. You All read right. the next one. You got it. Oh, my God. This is exciting. You Ooh. ready for this intro? I'm, yeah, give it. Dear illustrious, industrious duo and guest. Excuse me. Illustrious, industrious. Mm. I like it. I Probably do too. Probably true, I'd say. Yeah. Actually. I, I'll, yeah. I'll take both of those yeah. I words. Mm-hmm. I bought my home in the summer of 2017, mostly because it had an attached two-car garage with an apartment for my parents. They moved in by Christmas, but by summer of 18, my mother was diagnosed with ALS. I'm so sorry. And a year later, she was gone. Ugh. It's awful. The pandemic came soon after and a lot of isolation with it. I now work entirely from home and I've been single and cautious about dating and meeting people to protect my father most of all. He's 74. He continues to process my mother's death after their nearly 50 years of marriage and I try to be there for him as much as I can. But I've tried to do for myself as well. I had a custom island built to finally make my kitchen workable. Excuse me. I redecorated. Was it waterfall or not waterfall? We had a whole Great. conversation about that. Yeah. I Great mean, question. Do like a waterfall counter island situation. Mm-hmm. That's they the are again. nice. They are They're nice. very nice. But somebody's mother wanted to add <clears throat> a. Uh, this was crazy. Chef's table to the bottom of the waterfall. It just and, didn't make any sense. Yeah, it was. And it Defeats was, the purpose of the waterfall. Correct. I but yeah. uh, the, I hope the son is still listening and plays that for his mother. But she had put down the down payment on the apartment, so it was a little tricky. Wow. She started making design choices. Okay, anyway. Yeah. 
But I, I had a custom island built to finally make my kitchen workable. I redecorated a room to give it a more luxurious feel. I invested in a new bed with a great mattress. Hmm. I tried to treat myself to my first vacation in years this past September. I rented a gorgeous lake house for my family to enjoy while we attended my cousin's wedding. Okay. But I got a breakthrough case of COVID the day before my vacation was to begin and had to stay behind and isolate. So Rana and Brian, I ask you, what's next? I'm a saver at heart. (laughs) So I do have some resources, but I'm anxious about bigger, more expensive projects. I would love to hire a landscape architect to turn my backyard into an oasis or a designer to remodel my bathroom. But this is not my forever home. Where is that line between a sound investment and just spending money out of boredom and COVID frustration? Hmm. Or do I book an amazing trip and cross my fingers that COVID doesn't ruin it again? Should I just keep saving? I'm hoping that maybe you folks can be the spark of inspiration I need. Love to baby Steve. Scott, P.S., I did treat myself to some items from the Ronica list this year. So thank you, especially for connecting me with quality cashmere and that Liberty of London advent calendar for men. Such a lo- lovely variety of projects to indulge in. Wow. Well, this wow. is someone truly with no problems at all. And right. I'm thrilled for you. I'm thrilled for you. That's wonderful. <laughs> you know, like it's such you had to cancel your vacation, but you're just not sure if you want to redecorate. Peter, are you a homeowner? I, I know. Is I, anyone having an easier pandemic than this guy? I'm just no kidding. kidding. His mother passed that, away. That, you're and right. That, and, he lives with seven, and he lives with a 74-year-old you're right. You deserve a yeah. break. You absolutely yeah. do. You know, so I, I have you ever redecorated or found yourself yes. in that situation, I mean, Peter? I, listen, I, I, I love all things real estate. Um, yeah. And I have lots of opinions about it. And I think if this is not his or her, uh, his or hers forever home, Mm-hmm. I do think there are some smart investments that they, that could be made and could also okay. like I like the idea of enhancing the outdoor space. Yeah. If that if they live in an area where you can be outside a lot because um, mm-hmm. that would also just add like, you know, resale value to the property and mm-hmm. you know, you can do a little update to the bathroom without costing an arm and a leg. Sure, new countertop. Yeah, you know, like a yeah. little paint does amazing things. You can you know, put a new floor down, new fixtures, all that good stuff. So, and also, didn't this person get refunded for their canceled trip because they have COVID? So it's not like they lost I, That's money, all right? I could I mean, think about. I hope you got a refund. I, I can't imagine these days. Or like, credit. Or something, right? Yeah. So it's not money down the drain, I hope. I know. But I, I think this person needs to get out of the house. I think that their mother was living there. Their father is living there. I think what this person really needs, I don't think these things, these questions are related. I think what Pete is saying is correct. Why wouldn't you want a nice outdoor space? Look, improve the, it doesn't matter if it's your forever home. If you know for sure it's not your forever home, then do those updates, assuming it's within your budget. Mm -hmm. So that are actually going to enhance the resale value of the house. That is a separate question. Do the smart things. There's 444 blogs you can read about what are the smart things to do and do those few things. But for sure, who doesn't go into a, who doesn't walk into a potential, you know, within the boundaries of the market that you're in and what you spent, et cetera, et cetera. But now more than ever, people want to walk in and think, ah, 
I wouldn't mind having to work from home in this place yeah. or whatever. So always go ahead and make it pleasant. And if you know you're going to sell it, make it pleasant and make it neutral, I would say. And what better thing than Pinterest to Instagram and something else? Because every bozo wants to come in and buy an Instagrammable house. So A, besides that, do something for yourself, dear. You're, you're still dealing with grief. You're babysitting your father. You took, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean to make it sound like you're not enjoying the time with him, but that is taking up a lot of space in your life sure, right now. Yeah. Go away by yourself. Even if it is somewhere that you can drive your car as opposed to somewhere that you know that you have to fly, that they could have the COVID restrictions and the blah, blah, blah. But get away. Clear your head. Go somewhere else. Go sit on a beach or walk around a city, whatever your thing is, and get lost. Totally. And dream about your Instagrammable bathroom when you're over there. But you need a break. Great advice. You need a break. Totally. You're right. I actually feel guilty at the beginning that I said you have the perfect life because I forgot about the tragedy in it. So, <laughs> Well, he's yeah. got a good setup, though. No, he does. He has a great setup. And by the, the way, I love the idea. The beginning was the sad idea. stuff, and the rest of it was the fixer-rapper email. So it's no, it's no surprise the idea of, you of, glossed right by it because he did of, I love the idea of zhuzhing up a work from home space. That is probably something people are looking for now. You know, I never thought thought about that. It's kind yep. of a good well, idea. and outdoor space. If you have outdoor space, I mean, go get one of those affordable fire pits or do what, you love know, there's all these little, pit. or yes. those great pizza oh, yeah. ovens or, you Ooh. know, whatever these things are that people yeah. do so that you can maximize your space and use every inch of it. There's so many people that are cooped up in apartments. I mean, if you're yeah. lucky enough to have that, then good for you. Or you know what you uh, could have done and you probably can't anymore? Sky Mall had the most wonderful outdoor accoutrement. <laughs> and it's too bad that you can't. I mean, they had gnomes, not even small gnomes. They had big ones too. So it's too bad. You know, you could do, get a dragon or whatever sculpture. But anyway, I won't recommend that anymore because they don't, they don't publish it. They don't Sky publish Mall Sky Mall closed? anymore? When was the last time you saw a Sky Mall in a plane? I'd love to know. Well, when I, was the last time I was on a plane? When well, was the last time you were on a plane? They don't publish. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but they don't publish it anymore. What? Sky Mall. Really? Oh, my God. I'm so excited to find this out for you. It's definitely not Is it published on the back anymore. of the seat instead? Nothing. Nothing. Huh. They don't Sky even Mall's have a website over. anymore? They I mean, may have a website. Oh, okay, okay. They may. Wow. Yep. Only online. Wow. Wow. Only online. Yeah. So this has been worse than we ever thought. Yeah. I, I've often wondered about the curatorial uh, eye of the Sky Mall catalog. Me too. Who is choosing those items? Just want to know. Curious. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine anyone's ever ordered one thing. Yeah. Well, I guess the point is it's not for you two. You're not the audience. <laughs> I guess so. Are you, are you <laughs> confessing something here? Me? No, of course not. Rana. Who do you think's in the back of the plane? All the Sky Mall people. Oh, my God. It's for, people in, it's for the people in steerage. Rana. What? You're something else. Am I? Or am I just me, Brian? I was who, who, I'll tell you this. This whole steerage. episode telling you I was done apologizing for being terrific. <laughs> I'll say this. Sky Mall is not for me, but who among us does not flip through a Sky Mall when it's presented to you? Always. Sure. A hundred percent. Every time. 
with I a little judgment. Consider, you know? I consider duty free. But then every now and again, there's something that you think, huh, I didn't yeah. know I needed a zap. That would improve my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew I could turn on my bird feeder with uh, an app on my phone. Yeah. So why wouldn't I have that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, for our final question is the New Jersey question. Ooh. Uh, and it's at, it's so crazy. It Ugh. should have been a, it should be the cliffhanger. Uh, but we're going to give it to Peter because it takes place in New Jersey. So he might have extra feelings about Ooh, okay. it. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dearest Rana, Brian, and guest, I'm desperate for your advice. My husband and I, both 50, and our teenage son have lived in our New Jersey town for 12 years and have a tight-knit group of friends that we socialize with often. Mm-hmm. About three years ago, a couple in their mid-30s moved in next door. Shortly after their arrival, we found a box of chocolates and a lovely note at our front door introducing themselves with their number and an invitation to dinner so they can meet their new neighbors and ask questions about the community. I would have put my house up for sale and moved immediately <laughs> upon upon receiving that. I Is it just agree. me or do I feel like some weird like swinger vibe Something's happening? yes. Like something's a little a- bit like we want a party, if you know what I mean, type of deal. Keep, keep something's in, in the cauldron. Yeah. Keep you, yeah, something's okay. brewing here. Okay. Let's keep, this is just the beginning. I want oh, you to dear. Know. All right. I was skeptical, skeptical about accepting a dinner invitation from people we've never met. Uh, so via text, I invited them to our large annual New Year's party that week instead. Okay. Smart. They nice. had other plans and couldn't make it to our party, but pressed on about the dinner invitation. We felt we had no choice but to accept and eventually met at a local restaurant downtown. That's and, smart. Uh, Neutral space. In Neutral case space. serial that, killers. I, thank God you didn't go over to their house. I agree yeah. with that. The dinner was odd. Mm. Their demeanor was very different from the beautifully written, heartfelt note we had received. They were a bit cold and didn't seem to have conversation skills. Mm. They didn't ask many questions of the community. So we, I think they mean about the community. Uh, So we volunteered what we thought they should know. It felt like pulling teeth, even though it was at their request that we attend this dinner. And it was clear that the wife wore the pants as she took charge of everything, including ordering for her husband and telling him that he had had enough wine for the night. Awkward. Keep that in mind, okay? Yeah. Put a pin in that. If Petey, if you're taking notes, right, scribble that down. Um, that, that pin is in. He's been furiously taking notes this entire time. <laughs> Laugh all you want. Conan O'Brien took notes. Remember, he was taking, we would read the question. He took oh notes. God, brother's, right. brother's name is da da da. Yeah. He was oh, either yeah, doing that it. or doing Sudoku. Oh, he know. was do- oh, he was oh he was doodling. That's the oh, yeah. we haven't talked about wordle yet, Brian. I have to find out if you're wordling. I'm not wordling. Okay. Imagine, uh, how is it that the world is captivated by yet another crossword puzzle game? Isn't that How did it happen? I haven't even tried it yet. Maybe I'd love it. Maybe, but why is it what people are talking about and posting about? It's crazy. It is weird. I've seen it recently on my feeds. Don't know what it is. It's like a box I don't want to open. When you find out, I opened the box because I needed to know. Okay. And it's just as nothing as you would expect. Right. Well, it always not interested. Is. Not interested. It's a puzzle a day, and there's five ways to get to the end. And people are posting their scores. That's their what scores. That is. Yes, I saw that. So dumb. Right. Okay. We then received another invitation to dinner. Oh. This time at their home. See, 
a beautifully written heartfelt text saying they wanted to give us a tour of the house and garden and offer some authentic dishes from their home countries of Russia and Croatia. Again, the, you're living next to the Americans, correct. the cast of the Americans. Yeah. Absolutely. We felt we had no choice but to accept. And much like the first dinner, it felt awkward and cold and not in concert with the warmth we've received in their written communications. During these dinners, we innocently mentioned that we threw a lot of parties, apart from New Year's. We also do a large outdoor open house for Halloween in July 4th. Boy, they're busy, these people. It's New Jersey. Right? Is that, Jer- it's, is that it's Jersey? It's the suburbs. Oh, they yeah. love a neighbor. It's a, a neighborhood thing. It's a thing. slam. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of events. Prior to both holidays, the wife texted me about whether or not those parties were happening as they would like to attend. Again, we felt we had to oblige and invite them at their request. On a side note, but worth mentioning, whenever we bump into them outside doing yard work or walking to our car, the encounters are very strange. We'll often wave and say hello. They always appear taken off guard, barely crack a smile, and quickly look away as though they have no idea who we are or why we're bothering them. So weird. Jesus. During quarantine, I purchased two Adirondack chairs for the front of my house. Speaking of which, we were just talking about maximizing outdoor space. Sure. I'd never used that space before, but it became a new place to enjoy socially distanced cocktails with a friend. Yeah. After some time using this space for that purpose, I eventually received another lovely written text from awkward neighbor wife telling me she would love to enjoy cocktails with me on my front porch chairs. Wow. At this point, I am highly turned off by her forwardness, but my friends thought it would be best if I just obliged. <sighs> I had, who are your friends? Get rid of your Honest friends. Honest to God. Those well, you know what? Listen, this is the Jersey suburbs. That person lives right next door. You're going to see them every day. You got to make nice. They don't wave back. But, well. I had one of my friends join us as a buffer, and she concurred that awkward neighbor wife is indeed awkward. Okay. The conversation was cold and stilted. It was as though she was there to answer our questions, but never reciprocated in conversation. She's just so weird. Well, a few weeks ago. I received yet another invitation text. She would like for me to join her for cocktails on her back deck. Clearly, she is trying to insert herself on a friendship level. We are far past the point of the get to know your neighbor stage. And the truth is, I'm not interested. I have nothing in common with her. I don't like her. I don't feel comfortable with her. And I'm already set with a great group of friends, a group I have no interest in adding to, or at least not with her. Wow. Please note. You get that out, sweetheart? You feel a little better? Is this from Tiffany? Is this from Tiffany, too? I'd like to know. It better be. Please note, we've never Tiffany's the neighbor. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely true. We've never initiated any socializing with them. We've never reciprocated dinner invitations, and the party invites were at their request. I never wanted to put out false signals that this is a growing friendship. In my opinion, these were neighborly obligations and nothing more. Now- I can be a bit of a conspiracy theorist when it comes to things that just don't feel right, and this just doesn't feel right. I've played this awkward history with them in my head over and over and have come to the possible conclusion that they are spies planted in suburban New Jersey. I know that sounds Brian, crazy, but their right. demeanor in relation to the relation to their written communication just doesn't match their forwardness too. It's as though their new home came with an instruction booklet that says, make friends mm. with your neighbors, leave them chocolates, invite them to dinner, invite them to cocktails. Here are written examples of how to communicate with them, etc. 
whenever they're blasting music in their yard, the music is often peppered with music that's very on-the-nose American. Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. I was going to say that. Cyrus, <laughs> yep. party in the USA. And wow. Don McLean, American pie. He was Canadian. I swear, am I crazy? How do I release myself from what feels like a chokehold of future social invitations yet to come? Sincerely, I spy a spy. Wow. Brian. I just want to say. That would potentially break my heart here is if these people are new to this country and are trying to navigate how to socialize in countries that, in my mind, at least from Russia, in my mind, has a very different social structure in how people communicate, which is sort of like, you know, in my mind, it's always like, oh, my God, it's still cold, you know? But... I just worry that if that's the case, although you didn't intimate like maybe it's because they're not from this country or maybe it's because they're new here. Maybe it's because they don't know how to interact with people or whatever, because that could be kind of sad. And I'm not saying that has to be your burden, but maybe they just don't know how to disclose things. But you didn't I feel like you would have said maybe it's a language barrier. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. that. And you didn't say that. I don't know why you obliged yourself to this many things. I would only ever include them in, I guess, perhaps major parties that like you have a high chance of really not even seeing them there if you wanted to do that. But this is a definite like either you fade to black and you just stop answering the tests or say it's not a good time right now. And then you just hope it stops. Um I, d- I do think it would be awkward for you to say something to your neighbor. Like, I don't think we have a lot in common. I'm really not interested in pursuing a friendship with you. I think I think you should just try to fade to black first and just sort of not respond, say you're busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, this sort of thing. What do you think, Peter? I mean, that sounds, that sounds, yes, exactly, 100%. Also, I would add maybe call like the CIA sure. or a or, you know, a federal agency to just mm-hmm. give them a heads up. Like, we may have Russian spies next door. Just could, FYI. Could FYI. Kind yeah. of hurt. No. Yeah. I Plus, mean, you know, you know. How often do you get to place a call to the CIA? That's kind of fun. Just oh. forward this le- Just forward this letter. Say, I wrote into my favorite podcast, but I really figured I may as well send this to you, too. And if they see any red flags in it, the FBI can take a look. But... Uh, I, I would also all, add just maybe another thing to add, since we're using COVID as a, you know, sort of a, as an excuse, you could say, uh, or I spy, a spy could say, uh, you know, we're just really careful right now with COVID. So oh, they're really on the deck. They're on the deck. You said it yourself, Peter, this is Jersey. They're on the deck with these people. They're having outdoor movie parties. They're doing, you know, they're doing, yeah, they're just not inviting them. I think you do a hybrid of this. You do basically what you've been doing, which is you decline all of these more intimate invitations. Sorry, we can't. Oh, I'm I'm having one person. I can't have two, or I already committed to this other thing, or Friday Friday isn't good. Whatever it is, uh, you just keep saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, Friday's not good," but you don't ever offer an alternative. Uh, and then when these these neighborly things come around like your big events. There's no reason not to invite them. Who cares? It's a big group of people. I mean, it's neighborly. 
yeah. keeps it friendly, but it also says we don't want to be intimate friends with you. We just want to be neighbors. Mm-hmm. But I really would like to know more about them. I want to know if they're academics, what their jobs are. Yeah. I, they sound both foreign. I, I really, what you said does touch my heart a bit, Brian, this idea that, oh, what if they're just awkwardly trying to figure this out and they're sort of stumbling through it. And that's, you know, we have to have some compassion for that. Uh, or maybe they're sort of sciencey types and they're a little bit on the spectrum. I don't know. And they just don't know how to do this and it's awkward. And, you know, they're not your responsibility. That most of all. But yeah, yeah but you can be friendly. Mm-hmm. And you can invite them to group things without having to have one-on-one dinners with them. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, you said it in your letter. I don't like her. So don't get obligated with her. That'll only, I mean, that only makes things worse. Road to hell paved with good intentions, everybody. So just, uh, you know, just be polite and that's it. Yeah. They're neighbors. You can be neighborly, but you don't have to be great friends with them. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to feel guilty if you're friends with your other neighbors. You like who you like. You know, it reminds me of a saying. So my, my parents are immigrants from Korea and my uh, my niece, who was, you know, she's like in high school now, but uh, she's senior in high school. But when she was younger, I think maybe around 11 or so, having, you know, a lot of friend drama as, as happens, you know, with, mm. with girls at 11. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My my father said to her, Ella, that's my niece, Ella. Not everyone is your forever friend. Mm. It's true. And you know what? That is true. It's very true. It's very sweet. It's like not everyone is your forever neighbor either. So you know what? No. You, well, don't have, for sure. you don't have to invest into everybody in a way. You know what I mean? Like, I you don't, do, yes. It yeah. is. What's so funny is the communication breakdown to me of the, and maybe this is a com- more common than I would think, but like these gorgeous notes they're receiving. And then just unable to do that in person and maybe, which made me think maybe it's a language thing or something like that. I don't know, but it doesn't sound like that's it. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I don't, I'd love to know more about when they came here or Mm -hmm. yeah, but I, but that's where the spectrum stuff comes in. Yeah. Either either spy or spectrum. Right. Yeah. Spectrum is sort of, you know, what is the right, what is the best way to do this thing? Or, or spectrum spy. Could be both. Spectrum is by entirely so. possible. Uh, now, Peter, we've come to that time in the show. Oh dear, it's the oh, end of the show. But so Peter, sad. the good news is we what we do on the show is we yeah. send a gift to one of these letter writers who we think yeah. deserves it most. So, oh, Rana, do we that's... know what the gift is yet or no? Yes, this week we've decided we're destroying people's diets. Ooh. Great. So we're sending a gold belly gift card Fabulous. to someone. To somebody Love gold this week. belly. The best. Right? Yes. Have you used, do you ever get anything off gold belly, Peter? Um, I, I've been looking at it. I have never, but I've been really looking at it very seriously the past week because they have this Maryland cake. Have you all heard of it? No. What is it? No. It's like a 12 layer Thin, thin layers of yellow cake with chocolate oh, frosting in between the layers. Maryland, that, like the state, is the, is yes, that and apparently that is like the like the state of Maryland's dessert. It's this, really I'm into yes. that, and apparently it's very funny. There's a place in Maryland, of now, course, yeah, that will ship these down. to you. Yes. Now, Tony Wonderful. Miana, who we know, you know, mm-hmm, Pino, which mm-hmm. we've discussed. Uh, 
has sent to me a belated birthday present, which is arriving today, which I've yet to taste. Uh, Happy belated, by the way. Oh, no. how looks like it's called... it looks like it's called Smith Island cake. Oh no! Why would Tony even bother? Maryland. Why would Tony even bother? I got to tell you, uh, Peter. <laughs> Rana, it comes from Angelina's on Gold Belly. I don't looking know at it, but why, that's not what Tony sent me. I don't know why Tony. Peter, you don't understand. I'll Rana tell you what he's, he's is sent in me. hot pursuit of the perfect <laughs> chocolate cake. <gasps> she has yet to taste the perfect chocolate cake. And I mean, are we talk. Are we talking chocolate chocolate cake or like chocolate frosting with? What exactly is it that you're looking for? Because by the way, people have sent her cakes or <gasps> suggestions for cakes. None of them have fit the bill. Wow. So why Tony would enter this? Someone recently sent crazy. me the suggestion for a, a peanut butter chocolate cake, which looked delicious. But they thought it was just a chocolate cake. But it was some sort of peanut butter chocolate cake that some woman makes in New Orleans, and I'll have but to look that up. That's not what you're looking for. But. No, Tony's, Tony is smarter than both of you. He sent me a cake that mm-hmm. is not a chocolate cake. Okay. Oh. He sent me called something called an almond tort from Prantles of Pittsburgh. Prantles? That, that was my nickname delicious. growing up. But it's but Prantles of Pittsburgh. No, just Prantles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was Prantles. Uh, you were mad. Everybody didn't call you Dasha. That's what Can I, I thought. Can I be honest That's with what you, I Peter? Yeah, tell it. Doing this podcast with Ron is like doing it with focus on the family. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. It's like doing it with Mike Pence. That's what this podcast is like. Those are strong words, Brian. Very strong words. Well, I don't mean them, but I'll say them. Mike Pence. Where's he been? Their their rabbit just died anyway. I heard. Oh, no. Marlon Bundo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marlon Bundo, of course. Marlon die. Bundo passed he away. He just died this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, in any event, that came through Gold Belly and it's arriving today. So if it's any good, they can use their gift card for that, or they can get this Smith Island cake like you, or they can get whatever the hell they want. It's none of my business. I love it. Okay. All right, so, so are we getting this Gold Belly gift card? Or do you think we should give it? And it's not who deserves it. It's just who you have a feeling, feeling for. About. It's not the saddest person. No, it's just the I, person you want to give it I to. Have a, I have a vibe on who I Who's want to give your vibe? It to. Well, give us the recap, okay. Brian. Who so there's Tiffany who doesn't want to go to the wedding. Mm-hmm. No. There is a Scott who whose vacation was canceled and d- would like to take do something else and well also his mother died and his father's living with yeah. correct and also yeah yeah you're right i don't know why i keep yeah. ignoring that part of it. i have to be honest with you you, ma- you seem to be mad that he's a homeowner or something i don't know why would i be mad i'm not mad at him at i all. don't know I you're just, a homeowner you know what? So i don't know what you're mad about if he wants to reach out to me and work this out we can <laughs> okay and lastly we have uh i spy a spy. I spy, I spy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, who's your inkling? Who? What's who's your feeling for, Peter? You know what? My oh, heart, my heart goes out to Scott. Sure. Mm. I think Scott needs a little like pampering, if you will. I think you're right. And uh, Tiffany, hell no. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to reward. Uh, was it a spineless Sally? Was yes. that? Yes. Yeah. That's no, right. I don't, yeah. I don't like those. <laughs> no. So no, no cake for you. You don't deserve it. 
And then she got her gift. Yeah. Yeah. And I spy a spy. I just, I feel like if a gold belly del- a box got delivered to their home, then the neighbors would see, the spies would and see. They put it. A and they'd oh, you got a, yeah. you got a, what, what kind of dessert did you get? I'd love to yeah. taste it. Uh-huh. You know, I think that that seems though you could bug the dessert and then send it over to their place. That is true. That is true too. That's true. I think you're right. I think Scott's the guy. Rana, you said you had an idea about something. No, that was my idea. Was that you go on Gold Belly and you because they have all kinds of ethnic international things, and you find out what the spies ate in their home country, and you so. But though these spies aren't pretending to not be from their home country, so my my idea doesn't work as well. But you could bug it, yeah. You could take one of bug one of the Gold Belly stickers and see if the child puts it on an iPad or something like that. Great idea. Good thinking. Um, Peter. Peter. This is the time in our program where we read our cliffhanger. Okay. You don't have to stay for this. You're welcome to go. I know you're a very busy man. This is the letter that we read now, and then we answer it on Patreon after this. Oh. Not right after this, but later in the week we have a Patreon that comes out. But my guess Uh, is you've got at least 27 auditions and 90 phone calls to make (laughs) as a a producer. I I am literally actually at the the public theater where we're doing you know the show with natco the company that i produce with um where so uh i'm literally in rehearsal well, what right are you now. telling Wait. us about the damn billy eichner movie for and not uh, telling what, what's us the about show your, at the pub what play. show are you doing at the yeah. pub so so there so i am the creative producer of a, a company called natco which is the national asian american theater company it's, it's based in new york been around for like Fabulous. three decades Love them so dearly. And uh, so we're the company, Natco, is partnering with the public theater in New York to to produce um, a show called Out of Time, which are five world premiere monologues by five Asian American um, women playwrights. Are, are these, uh, are Amazing. these, is this on sale now or are you t- probably it totally sold s- out? It, no, it is on sale now. And we, our first preview is February 15th and we open on March 1st. Get and out so, and do it, New yeah. York. The, the public basically never does wrong. And now that we know that Peter's involved with it, this sounds fabulous. Out of time at the public theater. Thank you so much. Welcome. And where are the, and where are the tickets on the public theater website? They are, Yes. So exciting. Yeah. What a fabulous and venerated space. That is so that exciting. Is, yeah. So I'm, we're really excited about it. And, you know, support New York theater now. We could use the yes. love across the board. And uh, we are definitely in new terrain trying to produce these days uh, in person. Yes, and idea, so. idea producer Nick is in New York right now also producing a show. Uh, or not producing a show, but putting yeah. together a show. I have to yeah. say, and if you if you Bringing are in New Broadway York, back too. If you are in New York and you've never been to the public, here now's the time because you absolutely should go. It's it's an institution. So we're really happy to be and to when be you're done back. there, go to a 150 person wedding and uh, <laughs> wherever that is. <laughs> I mean I'm 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 heading to a 150 person wedding tonight. Yeah. So yeah. You know. every Perfect. night I'm going that's to a phone line in New York. Yeah, that's yeah. the tagline in New York. Every night is a hundred and fifty person wedding at the public theater. That's exactly. the tagline. <laughs> no, but people in New York are vaccinated and wearing masks. And this, yes. uh, the point about the wedding was none of that was. Oh, they wanted maskless. They're pictures, not doing et cetera, anything like that. There. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. 
No, so. this is a wonderful time. Uh, and also, every, now every single person in New York had Omicron, so it's a perfect time exactly. to go to the theater. Exactly. But make sure you bring an extra lubes with you so you're not coughing through the show. And the I public- thought you said bring extra lube, and I was like, it's not that kind of not show. Not that kind of show. Rana. If it's a good date, Peter, it is that. And the public, I want to say, <laughs> is a smoke-free theater. You cannot smoke cigarettes inside. Right? That's going to be hard for some people. Yeah, I know. But that's how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. What I meant, Peter, was you could use the loop for after the the show. Oh, if it goes really well. uh, Yes. Yeah. If the date went well. If the date went well. Yeah. That's true. All right. right. In any event, Peter, thank you so much. You're a delight. We love you. Thank you all. It's such a pleasure. It was really wonderful. We're so excited for our audience to know you even better than they already do. Uh, and come back and visit us again. We can, we can't wait for the movie, but people in New York area go see this show. It sounds fabulous. Thank you so much. All right, dear. XO kiss, kiss. Now, wait a minute. Was he fabulous? He was, he was exactly. We forgot to talk about, he was in thoroughly modern Melly. Did you see that? Of course I saw it with, um, Daisy Fuentes or no, what's her name? Daisy Fuentes from uh, MTV's house of style. That's exactly who it was. (laughs) I can't remember her name. Sienna Miller? <laughs> Who was she in it? Sutton Foster. Sutton Foster. That's the one. Yes. That's the one. There yes. we are. Mrs. Broadway herself. Sutton Who Foster. I love. Correct. Yeah. Rana, do you want to hear our cliffhanger? Not really. Well, I'm going to read it anyway. You can plug up your ears, Rana. Well, I'm not going to listen now. I'm going to listen when we do it on Patreon instead. Okay, here we go. For anyone who's still with us. I have to keep you on your toes. You're always nerdling around here trying to get me. So I have to make I am sure a nerdler. I, I am keep- a nerdler. <laughs> Avoid the noid, Rana. I dare I'm- you. You can't. <laughs> Hi, Rana and Brian and lovely guest, if that applied. Peter had to go. He's at the He's public. He's not here anymore. Forget it. Yeah, he was in the basement of the public. How about keeping that on the DL? He really the kept whole that time. on under wraps. Yeah, on ice. Rana, totally. <laughs> I've been a huge fan for Rana. I've been a huge fan for quite a while now. I began listening to you when you interviewed Leslie Grossman years ago. Brian, I'm in love with you, but I oh. look up to you very much, and that takes up primary real estate in my heart and soul. Well, thank you. I'm a 24-year-old he-him living in a, in small-town Michigan looking to find a way to break out of the bubble I felt trapped in for some time now. I've worked at a small family business, not my family's, in my hometown for about four years now. And although it's not a highly coveted position, it's in retail, I've enjoyed okay. it for a while. I made the mistake early on of getting extremely cr- close with the business owner and general manager, two females who I do consider to be a couple of my closest friends, despite significant age gaps and differing values. I'm an open book and always have been, and have shared so many stories and laughs and genuinely amazing experiences with these people. I think in a way, through my charm and personality and our close friendship, I've somehow manipulated them into giving me a higher position in the business. Hmm. I also feel like that they may I also feel like they may have done the same to me. Okay. I have now become one of the Sounds primary like it's pieces. It's a mutually beneficial situation instead of sure. a manipulation, but anyway, go on. I have now become one of the primary pieces that keeps the business running, and I know they value me very much. However, I've always seen bigger things for myself and have wanted to move out of my hometown and closer to a city, You're Detroit 24. or Ann Arbor. Yeah. Right. 
Detroit or Ann Arbor more specifically, where art and entertainment is more on the forefront. Oh, yes. A huge city like Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. A place where I can possibly- Home of Zingerman's, pardon me. Maybe there's a job for you at Zingerman's. Yeah. Look, why not? That'd be a great place to work. Yeah. A place where I can possibly even get a toe in the door of the industry I so desperately want to be a part of. Did you hear about the president of the University of Michigan being let go? And then he tried to entice a subordinate. He had an inappropriate affair with a subordinate. He okay. tried to entice her into his office with a knish. That is he, the most. He told her there was a delicious knish in his office and that she should come get it. That is the most school faculty <laughs> su- well, who seduction want a, I've ever heard who of. Who doesn't want a 3, 3 p.m. knish or a 3 p.m. cookie or a cupcake for Annette's birthday? Or, you, you know, know some people say oysters <laughs> are an aphrodisiac for me. I it's say knish. knish. It's, knish. <laughs> it's a Yona Schimmel knish from, <laughs> from right on. Uh, it's a, For me, it's a dinner roll. Yeah. yeah. I know if I leave, it will be an ext- a parker house roll. Have you ever had a parker house roll? Of course, I have. Are you kidding? I me? made them for Thanksgiving. What two mm. years ago? Three years ago? Twenty three years ago? I don't really remember now because of the pandemic. Might have been, could have been in another life that I'm channeling back now. Sure, but I made the parker rolls, but they were delicious. <sighs> but they were so good. Yeah. I know if I leave, there will be an ex- it will be an extreme loss for them, and I'm not trying to sound conceited, but we have. No. A v- excuse me, we have a very small staff of six people and we've become a sort of family, which I hadn't anticipated. I also know that if I were to announce that I had plans to leave, it would become extremely uncomfortable for us and the rest of our employees as they have expressed in the past that they think I'm a lifer and want me to become exceedingly more involved in the business, even referencing ownership in the future when the owner decides to retire. I really can't see that for myself. And as I stay longer, I feel like I'm getting increasingly stuck in this position. I know this is a terrible novel I've written. Excuse me. All in all, I really just need advice on how to leave graciously and possibly without burning bridges. Wonderful. With these people who I've grown to love dearly. P.S. The two w- women who I've grown close to have shown signs of toxicity in the past. Oh, we were doing so well. Toward me and others. <laughs> as does any work turning into family situation. Mm. They've mentioned several times how devastated they would be if I left, which doesn't feel very fair to me as I stumbled upon the job at the age of 20 and never thought I would have to be tied down to it forever. Ma- I believe I made a wrong I believe I made a wrong decision in becoming so close with my bosses, but it happened very organically. Please advise. Kiss, kiss, Lucas. Well, okay. I'm excited to answer this question, but it's not till the next one. So that's right. I'm, exci- I'm actually excited because I think it's very relevant to a lot of young people. This is another yeah, one it's of a these scary. It's a scary thing. It's another one of these first time situations, how you deal with something the first time and what kind of person it makes you and all of uh, being a grown up. It's about being a grown up. That's right. Uh, in any event, I've just loved every minute I've spent with you today. Every second, Rana, has felt like- And, the, and every uh, second uh, has felt uh, like a minute. Every second. <laughs> I have to tell you, every second has and felt- every minute felt like an hour. No, it felt truly, it felt like I was in Snow Angel Philosophy, bath gel and hand cream uh, the entire time. Philosophy You're, is a real brand, so I'm- I'm trying to figure out. Sometimes these brands that are real brands then just say to hell with it and they end up on QVC. Well, I'll tell you know who else is on QVC? Who? Actually, a lot of people are on QVC, Ron. Who's like, on who I is can't on even QVC believe I'm defending QVC right Who are now? the stars of QVC these days? I you don't wouldn't know expect any, it, but that you think, oh, wow, then they do they a big business I haven't there. really seen as many celebrity 
things, except that like they do things from like major beauty brands like SK2 and um, okay. Lancer they do. And like, yes, Lance is uh, on cute. I know I'm not happy about that. What? I'll have to talk to Harold. By the way, no, he's but a they're huge really, fan of the coffee. Real luxury brands are coffee. on there is what I'm saying. Like, it's not all just like, you know. He sent me a personal video the other day saying, no one ever get, buys me gifts anymore. He got the coffee. I sent him the coffee. And he said, no one ever buys me gifts anymore. And I love this coffee so much. I'm wow. so excited. So I'm waiting to hear what he thinks of the Vienna, but he loves, he's crazy for the carriage house and he even shocked himself and loves the shades of vanilla. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I'm not you, making you, this stuff up. I don't believe you're making it up, Rana. Okay. Just checking. All I'm saying is like, does Dr. Lancer have like a little deal he could make with me? You never know. Okay. You never know. I'll say, I'll say I'm one of the people who didn't know we sent you coffee, but I would appreciate a free service. Yes. You'd like a sensitive nourish with a, with maybe the Omega oil thrown in or something like that. No, no, no. I want him to do like a microderma. I want like a service. Oh, you want like a power appeal. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what we So can you'll do. tell him and we'll figure yeah, out. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to Harold. Okay. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, he's a huge fan of the coffee, which I have to remind people, askronacoffee.com. I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. Uh, the guy, what's his name? Mac from San Francisco. Someone wrote in. Yes. And wrote said- a frantic letter. In all this caps weekend. said, oh my God, I was it, looking for it, not at it. They didn't realize they'd run out. It happened to him, he said. He it's wrote horrible. in what to a terrible say feeling. he couldn't believe it happened to him. It was Sunday morning. He went to make himself a cup of Shades of Vanilla. And his husband said to him, oh, you mean that Shades of Vanilla coffee, that Rana coffee stuff? It's terrific. I've been drinking it all week. Little did he know under his nose, his husband had been nurdling him. Unbelievable. He got nurdled by his own husband in his own home. It just like he's living with a hamburger. That's his business. If he wants to live with, I mean, that's, you have to examine that. If you're living with a hamburger, you have to, you have to examine it. I got to tell you being nurdled is now like my new favorite phrase. And honestly, (laughs) honestly, I can't believe that Nickelodeon didn't jump on it in like 1990. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Nurdling. You're, you're a nurdle. You're good at nurdling people. You're good at nurdling. Oh, I've been nurdled all my life, Ron. I'll tell you that. (laughs) You're doing the nurdling now though. And now the nurdles on my foot. (laughs) That's right. All right. Yeah. Kiss, kiss, and join us for Bitch Sash Live the 27th at 5.30 Pacific Standard Time. We're going to get bombed. That's what we didn't tell people. It's a wet January. Brian and Rana are getting bombed, and we're going to talk about uh, with Casey and Danielle, who we adore. And maybe Andy Cohen will finally agree to come on the show after he sees a a bond-burning performance on uh, on that one. Yeah. Also, tinyurl.com slash Phoebe Cookies. It's never yep. too late. In fact, you're Terrific. right on time. And Emily in Paris next week on the Patreon. So lots Yes, to be we're doing about. our recap. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, all right, kids. That's this Friday, actually, at Patreon. Yeah, yeah. But of course, if you can listen to it anytime you want, it just comes out on Friday. That's right, Ron. Yeah, people have to remember that. I mean, we can't do Just sitting the there waiting for you. Yeah. Like a bo- beautiful box of chocolates dropped off by a Russian neighbor. All right, dear. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss, Rana. Hold up. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.